بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد عن جرير بن عبد الله رضي الله عنه قال قال لي رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم في حجة الوداع استنصت الناس ثم قال لا ترجعوا بعدي كفارا يضرب بعضكم رقاب بعض متفق عليه Continuing with the chapter, the hadith which Imam Nawi rahimahullah has introduced specifically or to a larger extent refers to the second part of the heading Istinsat al-alim wal-wa'id hadiri majlisihi An alim or someone who has the knowledge of deen or one who is giving waz and nasihat for him to request his audience, those that he is addressing, to be silent whilst he is addressing them. We heard yesterday also in the Hivs Jalsa which took place, particularly the talk of uh, Mufti Ibrahim Sadiji Sahib, where this point of adab and etiquette of a majlis or gathering in that, as Al-Muthisa mentioned, with regards to deen, he said, deen kulluha adab. That our whole deen, our whole religion revolves around adab and etiquette. And one very important point which he mentioned, which actually pertains to this chapter which we are discussing, is that if we look at the edifice or foundation or structure of deen. Each level is in fact a protective barrier. There is one saying, مَنْ تَحَاوَنَ بِالْآدَابِ عُقِبَ بِحِرْمَانِ السُنَّةِ That person who treats adab and etiquette lightly, he will be punished eventually by being deprived of sunnah. A lot of times when we hear of adab and etiquettes, a lot of these are what we call nafil, voluntary acts. So sometimes shaitan plays this game with us. We have this mindset that it's nafil, it's voluntary, it's not compulsory. If you leave it out, there's no guna or sin in, involved. That is the game that shaitan plays with us. The reality if we treat what is nafil or what is voluntary lightly and we don't hold on to that, then eventually what happens? sunnah. That which is sunnah and sometimes that which is sunnah, a stress sunnah, gradually will come out of our lives. And وَمَنْ عُقِبَ وَانْتَهَاوَنَ sunnah, And that person who is lackadaisical, or doesn't take seriously that which is sunnah, then ulama say, uqiba bihirman al-faraib. Gradually, what will, what will eventually become the outcome, he will be deprived of that which is farz and that which is obligatory. And once a person starts treating lightly that which is farz and that which is obligatory, then the real danger after that is that he, there is a real possibility that he will lose his very deed and his iman. 
So by holding on to the adab and the etiquettes, holding on to that which is nafid, that which is voluntary, then automatically through that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will inspire us with the tawfiq of that which is sunnah. And by holding on to the sunnah, the faraiz will be protected. By holding on to the faraiz, our deen and our iman will be protected. So adab, etiquettes are not something that we should be taking lightly. I mentioned this a few times that we've been discussing this topic. Something as simple as being silent. Something as simple as being silent, keep quiet, pay attention, listen attentively. Hazrat Mawai Ibrahim Devla Sahib Daun Barakatu, on more than one occasion I observed this, that when ishtimas used to take place or gatherings of the old workers used to take place, Hazrat Mawana would be addressing that majlis or that gathering a few times over the two or three days of the ishtima. On more than one occasion, like I said, I observed that in the first bayan, sometimes 10, 15, 20 minutes of the talk would be devoted towards this point where Allah Ta'ala says in the Qur'an, الَّذِينَ يَسْتَمِعُونَ الْقَوْلَ فَيَتَّبِعُونَ أَحْسَنَ أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ هَدَاهُمُ اللَّهِ وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمْ أُلُوا الْأَلْبَابِ we find this in many, many places in the Qur'an. Allah Ta'ala mentions an injunction. Allah mentions that which is farz, that which is compulsory. Allah commands you to do something. And Allah's mercy, Allah's compassion is such, if Allah commands you to do something, you have to do it. We are Allah's slaves. We have to be obedient to Allah. Our very existence is dependent on Allah. But Allah doesn't just leave it at His command. Allah Ta'ala after commanding you tells you the benefit. Do this. Allah is commanding you do this. And then Allah says if you do it I will give you this and I will give you this and I will give you this. In this verse what does Allah say? What will Allah give you? Allah says those who will carry out this command these are the people whom Allah has given hidayah to. Allah. And not only has Allah guided them and given them hidayat, ulaika hum ulul albab. These are the people of true intelligence. Now who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that? To be those whom Allah gave hidayat to, to be those whom Allah guided. And those whom Allah Ta'ala praises in this manner, hum ulul albab. These are the people of intelligence, of true understanding. Who are they? Allah Ta'ala is referring to those who when the talks of deen take place, what do they do? Two things Quran mentions. Alladina yastami'oona al-qawl. First, Allah, as I mentioned previously, Allah doesn't say, Isma'ul qawl, listen. Allah says, Istami'ul qawl. Listen with absolute attention. Listen with exclusivity to such an extent and when the talk of deen is taking place, Allah's words and the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are spoken, you listen in such a manner that you don't do anything else. Total, complete attention. يَسْتَمِعُونَ الْقَوْلِ How we must listen? One beautiful incident from this we can learn. What is the etiquette of listening? When the words of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are spoken. Once, Hazrat Muhammad Ilyas Sahib, 
was sitting with the Mewatis. The Mewatis generally are simple people, village dwellers. Simple, very simple people. He's sitting with them in Banglawali Masjid in Nizamuddin. Now once, sorry, Maaf, the Mewatis were sitting and doing Talim in the Masjid. Hazrat Mawiliya Sahib Rahmatullahi came out of his room and he walked into the Masjid. Now what is this? Like our daily Talim takes place in the Masjid or we are encouraged by our elders to have Talim at home. So they were sitting and making Talim, reading the Hadiths of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Mawana Ilyas Sahib Rahmatullahi walked in. When he walked in, like I mentioned, these were simple people and they had great love and respect for Mawana Ilyas. So out of their love and respect for Mawana Ilyas Sahib they stopped what they were doing and they stood up to greet him. He became very, very upset, visibly upset. And then he asked them one question. He said, tell me, these words that you were reading, whose words are they? They said, these are the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hadith of the Nabi of Pakistan, Halqa of Talim, Qala Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said this, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that. So he said, these words you were reading were the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Tell me if instead of this kitab, sahibul kitab, the one who actually uttered these words, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sitting with you and, he was, and you were hearing this from him directly rather than reading it from a kitab. And I happened to walk in, would you have interrupted what you were doing and turned your attention towards me? They said, no, definitely. If Rasulullah himself was sitting here and he himself was saying these words, there's no question of us interrupting him to turn our attention towards you. So then, as the said a very important thing, and this is something that we should not take lightly. Take this to heart. In fact, if we take this to heart, this is the road to acquiring knowledge. He said, in the majlis of deen, where the words of Rasulullah are being spoken, then listen and pay attention and have this level of respect for that majlis as if Muhammad himself is saying this to you directly. As if Rasulullah, instead of we saying now, Jarir bin Abdullah, that Jarir bin Abdullah radiallahu anhu said this, that he heard from Rasulullah if Nabi himself was amongst us, how would we be listening? How would we be paying attention? He said, after the demise of Rasulullah treat the words of Rasulullah with that level of respect and adab as if Rasulullah himself directly is saying this to you. This is istima. And this is what the Quran commands us with. Alladina yastami'oon al-qawl Allah says, those who will listen with absolute attention. And second command, فَيَتَّبِعُونَ ahsana. Listen with the intention of implementing in your life what you are listening to. Nabi Sallallahu says, if, if you do this, Allah will give you this. These are the harms of doing something else. Stay away from this. Whatever we hear, the words of Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu listen with the intention of ittiba'i ahsan. Today, unfortunately, a lot of us sit in a bayan. We sit in a dini gathering, but we are not listening. We are not sitting there and listening with the intention of making amal. Some of us are sitting to get entertained. That is why sometimes you hear this. You know what? 
mashallah, nice talk he gave, but I heard it before. Why he doesn't talk something new? This sitting with this type of jazba or this type of inclination, I want to listen to something new. Once Bhagavad Sab, Rahmatullah, he mentioned that if a person sits in a dini majlis with this in the mind, that I want to listen to something new, or I don't want to hear something that I heard before, etc., etc. He says, Allah Ta'ala is admi se is cheese ke upar amal karne ke tofi ko salb kar lega. The first harm of this type of attitude is that Allah Ta'ala will take away from this person the tawfiq of making amal on what he is listening to. He says, Dai is niyat se kabhi nahi bete. A dai never sits with this intention. He always sits with this intention, whatever I am listening, is it in my life and is it in the life of the ummat? So this one, listen attentively. And then listen to the talks of deen with this jazba that I am going to implement in my life what I am listening to. Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an, الَّذِينَ يَسْتَمِعُونَ الْقَوْلِ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَمِعُونَ الْقَوْلِ Those who will listen with exclusivity, with absolute attention. فَيَتَّبِعُونَ أَحْسَنًا And they will follow the goodness of that which they have heard. أُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ هَدَاهُمُ اللَّهُ these are the people whom Allah has given hidayah to, Allah has guided them, and these are the people of true intelligence. So, this adab and etiquette, ad-deen kulluha adab, our whole deen, our whole deen depends on adab and etiquette. Today, unfortunately, just this simple adab and etiquette of how to sit in the majlis of deen, the reverence, the respect we should be giving to the words of Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. People today, like I mentioned previously, the radio is going on. Some, maybe a Muslim radio station. Somebody is reading Quran. Somebody is talking hadith. And in that, sweeping, talking, joking, laughing, doing ten other things. This is why we have become, like sometimes people wear, you know, they wear, they wear this, they wear bulletproof vest. Or they wear fireproof outfit. Why? To protect you from the element, elements. Unfortunately, today many of us have become targheeb proof. The talks of deen just bounce over our heads. There's no change coming in the life. One of the reasons for this is that the reverence and the respect for the words of Allah and His Rasul has come out of our lives. And the first level of reverence and respect is that in the majlis of deen, we should be quiet and listen attentively to what is being said. Like your stuff,